My name is Brian Levy. I'm a principal with Manchester Care Homes and Cambridge Caregivers. I'm really excited to launch this podcast, Manchester Living Podcast, to help people navigate this crazy maze of elder care. There are so many terms and conditions, rules, regulations, acronyms, where to go and what to do. And I hope that we can help shed some light and help um, navigate the crazy maze of elder care. I plan to have thought leaders and experts share their knowledge on the show, and um, I'm really excited to, uh, to share with you. Each show will have a new and noteworthy segment, a quick snippet into a hot topic. Uh, let's talk about the pink elephant in the room, COVID-19. It's real, it's scary, and we can do this. Mask up, get vaccinated, and um, be aware. Take care of your elders, check in on them. Once you've been vaccinated, you're not out of the clear, so please continue to wear a mask. Um, I'll have vaccination links on my website, manchesterlivingpodcast.com. You can log on and see where you can get vaccinated as well. So let's jump into it. My guests today, Brian Harmon and Joe Alts. Joe, you're the Executive Director of Pajamas for Seniors and a long history as an RN and um, hospice nurse. Brian, uh, PT with over 20 years experience in elder care. Wow, I made y'all sound real old, didn't I? (laughs) These two are great friends of mine and also mentors in the industry, um, thought leaders, and I'm just excited to have y'all on the first episode of Manchester Living Podcast. Thanks for being here. This is great. So we, yeah, exactly. We talk a lot offline and off camera about what it's like in our world. And when our phones ring, it's very similar. It's someone in crisis mode, someone that has two kids at home, aging parents, mom fell, dad had a stroke. We're now in crisis mode. And oh, by the way, we're getting discharged from a sniff or from the hospital tomorrow morning. Brian, what do I do? Right. So what do you do? Yeah. So we feel those phone calls a lot, you know, it's, and it's usually, it's, it's the scenario that you just pointed out. It's, it very rarely happens when there's not like a crisis thing happening right now, every now and then we'll get a phone call where, Hey, mom's in a, in a sniff or rehab. She's coming home like next week, just FYI. Right. Um, but a lot of times it's, uh, um, I'm calling you because my mom fell. Um, she's being discharged tomorrow. We're not really sure what, what's a sniff, what's a rehab. The hospitals tell me this, we're not really sure what, what, what this is, who pays for what. So there's all these things, you know, and so here they are, as you pointed out, you know, they have their normal lives and then all of a sudden it's this giant crisis thing. And so there's, they're anxious to find someone who can help them navigate. So I'm, I'm grateful for you um, doing this podcast because hopefully this will start to equip some other folks on what resources are available for them here. As we all like to plan ahead, right. some things you That's can't right. plan ahead. Right. And you know, we always talk about when the phone rings, it's usually a crisis call. Right. Nobody plans for mom following, falling right. or dad having a stroke, now what? Yeah. And um, there's so much to learn, crash course. I use the example, I told someone the other day, I, they said, well, Brian, I don't even know where to go or what to do. I said, well, imagine if I told you today that tomorrow you were gonna sell insurance. The first question you would say is, how do I do that? What is a deductible? It's the same thing with all these acronyms, a SNF, an IL, an AL, home health, what's private duty? And not only that, but how do we budget for that? Mm -hmm. What does that cost? So who do do you call? What do you do? Mm -hmm. And a lot of times um, people do not know what their aging parents' budget is. They don't even know what's in their accounts. Or how to access the account. Or how to get into the account, how to write a check. And, you know, there's so much confidentiality in HIPAA now. Um, So it is a great subject and topic and 
we're here to help. So let's walk through the scenario. When people call you, what are some of the common scenarios you find you're having to navigate? Give me an example of, of, a, of a phone call. Um, so I'll give you one just recently. Uh, we had a patient who was, uh, she had had a hip fracture and a hip replacement. And the facility, one of the communities that I work with had given her my, the daughter my phone number. And so she was coming home from a, uh, from a rehab, was scheduled to come home from a rehab, um, ended up developing a wound um, that festered, got worse at the skilled nursing facility. And then lo and behold, like the skilled nursing facility finally gives us the orders, you know, the day she's coming home. And so there was a, because of that, there's a, there was a lack of care planning on that. And so that also adds to increased stress and anxiety for the family members because, you know, they're trying to engage with me early on to make sure that there's some care planning going on and coordination at the skilled nursing facility level or the rehab uh, level. And that didn't happen. And so she's now stressed because that, that part didn't happen. So that was a recent example on, you know, the, um, the anxiety that can help that can happen with uh, family members who are even trying to be proactive. Sure. And you're yeah. trying to make a sound decision under stress right. in crisis mode doesn't always happen. That's right. And with COVID, the family members can't really be there at the bedside. So they have to go by the report they're getting from their loved one or from a case right. manager. Right. So they're not they're not standing at the bedside. Yes. Having an advocate is so important. Right. And that's hard to do now. I mean, there are too many rules and regulations. Yep. So um, I, I give the advice, don't go anywhere. Stay home and let the let the vendors come to you. You know, there's mobile health, mobile health care, nurses next door. There's uh, mobile podiatry, mobile x-ray, mobile dentistry, mobile everything. So yep. don't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, let's talk a little bit about um, when you are, you know, you are isolated. We were talking earlier about... Um, Alexa and some of those other mm -hmm. tools and technology people can use to help them while they are home and isolated. Yeah. So there's a, in fact, a lot of people don't know this, but Best Buy, which is like my favorite store ever. In fact, <laughs> when my wife takes me to Marshalls or Ross, like the, the, the agreement is if I go suffer through those two stores, <laughs> then I, you got to come with me to Best Buy. So it's always been, you know, as a guy, all the tech, all the, all the pretty screens, whatever. But a lot of people don't know that I think it's been, it's been probably 18 months ago. Best Buy decided they made a strategic, um, uh, I don't know if we say investment, but it is an investment, uh, a strategic plan to move into senior care in the form of smart home devices for seniors. So they hired their first ever uh, chief medical officer about 18 months ago to help spearhead this. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. And so they're, I, I'm excited that even like what you think of like consumer consumer electronics companies and, and retailers are actually starting to see like the writings on the wall. Like there's some smart things that we can do from a tech standpoint to help um, be a resource for family members, for physicians, for uh, for patients themselves. And so it's it's exciting to see some of those things uh, coming up. You know, it's funny. I have a friend that whose father had a stroke and he's been in the hospital for about five days. She called me yesterday and I didn't know about that, but I said, you need to go and just buy a baby monitor mm -hmm. and put it in his room or have the nurse <clears throat> put him in his room and you have the, the uh, you know, you're in the other room so you can see yeah. what's going on. Yeah. That's great. So we do, uh, in fact, we're starting to do a lot more of it now um, with the Amazon Echo Shows. You guys familiar with those? You guys know what those are? Yeah. Okay, so for anybody who doesn't know what those are, it's a it's like a FaceTime device, right? So you can, you can call through it, but what's nice about the Amazon version of it is it doesn't require somebody to actually swipe to answer. So you can actually, from 2,000 miles away, you can, 
drop in, if you will, on that device and actually video conference with your loved one. You can check on, make sure that they've taken their meds. And so I, we've actually instituted that. So I have, we have one client who just recently discharged. And so the process, they were worried about her mom being able to remember to take her meds. Now, functionally, she's fairly okay. We're not worried about her falling and those kind of things, but we are concerned about her remember to take her meds. And that's always been an issue. And so we do have a system now where the meds are being pre-filled, so they're being shipped to her pre-filled, but then the question is, okay, now how, how do we make sure she actually takes them? I said, easy, you're going to get an Amazon Alexa you know, show at your house and hers. You're gonna put it right next to her her pillbox. You're gonna call her every morning at 8, 8 a.m. You call her every day anyway, so just call her at 8 a.m. Personal telemed. Wow. And now, so versus, I said, because the danger of you calling her is she's gonna go, oh yeah, I'll take them. Right. You actually need to visibly need to see watch. her do it. And right. so the, the Echo Shows actually allow for that functionality now where you can drop in and do a, a, a FaceTime video call without oops, without having to um, actually have somebody swipe or answer. That's wow. It's cool. Yeah, That's it's great. wild. Just yeah. what are some of the calls you're taking that when, when someone calls you in crisis mode, how do you help, help them navigate well, the system? Well, you know what? First, I think it's so important as healthcare professionals to listen to listen to what's going on. And sometimes it may not be as extreme of a case as somebody falling or with COVID and double pneumonia or whatever. So really listen. You know, what I always said in private duty is when you answer the phone, you're like an ER. This family is in crisis. So get the facts, find out what's going on. You know, tell me what's going on with mom or dad, or, you know, uh, give me a little bit of history also of what's going on. But sometimes it can be as easy as with a phone call, you know what, why don't you run up to CBS and go to their minute clinic? You know, there's something close to your house. Mm -hmm. It sounds to me that you're, you're doing this, or even what I love and I've recommended to families too is there's the plush care. There are a lot of doctors on demand. So if people are afraid to go to the doctor, they may have a mild cough or they may have a stomach upset or whatever. Those doctors on demand are wonderful and it's $99. You know, um, you can bill insurance or they will bill insurance or you just pay out of pocket. But if you do need some questions answered quickly, you can get those. Um, so it's not everybody's in crisis. It may just be, I don't know what to do. And my dad, you know, just his blood pressure, you know, right. is high today or right. and I'm scared to take him to the doctor. So, um, and the doctor's offices too, they know people are afraid. Pick up the phone and call your doctor, talk to their nurse. Um, you know, they, they, it, they are happy to call you back. You right. know, yeah. and, and it may be something simple. So we were talking earlier about when people make that phone call and they don't know where to go. Do I go to a SNF? Should I go to AL? Should I go to IL? What vendors to use? How do I choose a hospice company? What kind of questions do you recommend asking when you're navigating that maze of what's next? And, and you know what? That's a good question because a lot of, and we've talked about this, the hospital case managers are so busy. They have so many patients. They are discharging, admitting, talking to someone about hospice. They're coordinating with a skilled community for this other patient. Their hands are very full. So a lot of times they will just give a sheet of paper and say, hey, we got to send your dad home tonight. Here's a list. I'll email you and, um, 
good luck and God bless you. I'm laughing because I just saw a piece of paper yesterday. With it's the list. true. How do you get on that list? So $100 gift certificate, a turkey at Thanksgiving. I mean, who's, who's yeah, how do you know who has done the homework on? So don't trust a list always. You still have to do your homework. I had a discharge planner tell me yesterday, I've got to get this patient out of here. Help me. I mean, it was like desperation. It was oh, like, wait a minute, we're totally waiting to they're, they're they are completely overwhelmed. overwhelmed. You know, taking these calls just to have a little bit of empathy and put yourself in the in the shoes of the daughter or son of an elder person. Yeah. Making decisions they've never made before. Well, and I will say, if somebody, you know, and I've seen families, they don't know what to do. So they just hold their hands up in the air and just close their eyes and like, okay, whatever they decide, you know, just do it. Um, but there are lots of nursing homes. There are lots of assisted livings, group homes. Say someone does qualify to go to a skilled community for 21 days. You know, unless you have insight on where they're going um you have got to check do your homework on do these communities um in fact with pajamas for seniors we're helping people on mlk day we're we're helping a lot of nursing homes coming up and i went to fort worth just to look for some nursing homes that i knew would need some assistance and it was amazing you know there's a five-star rating it was amazing how many have one and two stars. Oh, yeah. And if you don't know that, you know, you need to let these people know, hey, check and see what their ratings are. What is their staff ratio? How, when was their last survey? Read their reviews. Read their reviews. That yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's true. So, Or ask healthcare professionals who are familiar with those facilities. Mm -hmm. Because there are some in, in the higher rated star ratings that I, they're still, um, the quality isn't what you would want them to be. And we're fortunate yeah. enough to live in a big city, yeah. lots of resources where lots people, of options. people tend to know each other yep. or at least have resources, tap into those resources, you know, ask that, questions. And that's what's so nice about, you know, we're like-minded, we recommend we refer to each other <clears throat> because we know you're going to get the job done. We know that you are going to do best practices in what you do. Not everybody does that. And so companies like, and I'm just giving examples, Paul Markwitz, Senior Living Solutions, they are outstanding. And he has, I think he just got his 5,000th review yes. or something yeah, yeah, crazy that, like yeah. that. Well, if that, look and see who is getting the action, who is out there in the community, who is out there serving and helping others. Um, everybody has access to the internet now. But it's so important to take that time. Access to the internet, and there's a dime a dozen. There's a new healthcare, new home health agency opening every day, new private duty every day. It's do your homework. Don't just pick somebody at the top of the list. Mm -hmm. Yeah, ask questions. I have, um, I have a list of frequently asked questions on both the Cambridge Caregivers website and Manchester Care Homes website. Paul actually helped me develop the, the questions. Yeah for prospective residents in the care homes, as well as for the private duty. And I have other agencies actually using those questions. They're great questions to ask. Ask me questions, sure. you know, it's really important. Speaking of care homes, I know you guys have Manchester Care Homes as part of your organization. So question for you. So since we're dealing with the elder care maze, what is it that you guys found 
that was missing or needed to be enhanced in the marketplace that let you that led you guys to developing the Manchester Care model? Good question. Thank you. Um, ratios. I mean, we're at four to one ratio right now. And when you look at the ALs and ILs and and um, and ratios right now, I mean, they're at 20, 22 to one. Yeah. And so it's almost individual care. It's almost like having mom and dad at home yeah. with a medical professional. So we have two caregivers for eight, two on duty 24 seven for eight residents. And, and I wanna say it it's not all fault of that nursing home or their skilled facility. They are, li- I mean, financially, they're limited. Sure. They're limited as well finding staff right now that wants to care for patients that are COVID, a lot don't. Right. They don't want to bring or that unknown. <laughs> or not yeah. COVID. Yeah. And so, you know, what what I'm reading and seeing in nursing homes is that activities directors are doing incontinent care. They're giving meal trays. They're passing out meal All trays. All hands on deck. Everybody. Yeah. And they are working so hard. I mean, people are burnt out and doing the best they can. Yeah. You know? Um, Brian, we were talking earlier. So our, our staff just got vaccinated for Cambridge Caregiver side. And then all of the residents yesterday, thanks right. to our director of nursing, all of our residents got vaccinated. We were talking earlier about some, some statistics. Do you want to share those? The statistics on vaccination. The vaccination. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of the things that there that, that has been a concern for a while um, has been, you know, the risk of reinfection. And so um, the recent statistics that I was able to pull from yesterday or from January 5th was um, worldwide, there's been 81 million um, people who've had a positive coronavirus test, right? So they've, they've been infected with the virus. Um, to date, worldwide, they've had 30, is it 36 or 37 positive cases where they've been reinfected. So the, the while yes, there is still a chance for a reinfection, it is very, very slim. Like I think the, the statistic for you getting hit by lightning this year is like one out of 125,000. So uh, this is like one out of 3 million to get reinfected. Um, so it's, if you've had the virus or if, you're, if, the, if the vaccines are effective for you, because you know, it's, it's 95% effective. So there's still 5% chance that it doesn't work for, for an individual. But once you've had the, the antibodies, it looks like according to the statistics that, are, that you can pull, um, the chance for reinfection is pretty slim. Interesting. Well, I bought a lottery ticket on the way to see you this morning. So. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Um, I love having you guys on the show. This is fantastic. Two of my very good industry friends. Listen, y'all are professionals and people know y'all professionally. Yeah. I want to do a quick lightning round okay. um, so people can get to know you personally. Lunch in school. Bring it or buy it. Brian. Buy it. Joe, did you watch Tiger King during quarantine? I did not. You missed out. <laughs> Brian, celebrity crush. Oh, geez. Um, Selma Hayek. Joe, stupid human trick. Stupid human trick? I don't I don't think I have a stupid human trick. Brian, can you pick up something with your toes? Yeah, I'm 6'4", so I have long toes, yeah. <laughs> nice. What's your most useless talent? Uh, I can whistle. There you go. Brian, Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Joe, there's a rodent in the house. Do you kill it or let it out? Kill it. Nice. Thank you guys. For, <laughs> thank you thank so you for much, here. Brian. Listen, it's been great. Yeah, yeah. I loved having you guys. And if there's anything that I can do for you, please call me. Don't go back to Google. My number is 214-649-9922, manchesterlivingpodcast.com. Joe, what's the best way to reach you? Uh, you can reach me on my cell, 214-415-3779. There are so many needs for seniors in our low-income nursing homes. That's what we're here to help and raise awareness to the needs of seniors. Brian? And you can reach me on my cell phone at 
271-471-4052. We have some great topics coming up. I'm excited about our lineup of some upcoming episodes. If you have a topic that you would like to bring to the show, please reach out to me directly. Mm -hmm.